0: Well, welcome to quantum number 198 again this time coming to you from Scotland uh, looking at news and events all over the world and I'm afraid it does appear as though the world is on this route.
1: No stop.
0: AC/DC's Highway to Hell, that's the original one with Bon Scott uh, from Muir. Um, it's interesting that that song, by the way, was originally about a road trip to Western Australia. And uh, it's fascinating how it's being taken up as, you know, real, literally about being on the highway to hell and people would go to AC/DC concerts with devil symbols and so on. Now all of that I think was very much a bit of a joke, but being on a highway to hell, it's it's not a great place to be. And I do think that what's happening in this world just now is hellish. So let's just go through some of the issues. um, We won't be able to go into any depth, one or two of these occasionally we cover as specials. But here we go with, first of all, um, what does this have to do with the situation in Ukraine? of Finnish national anthem, MAMI. And it's a very interesting national anthem, all about the beauty of the land and the land's glorious hope and joy. Now we say that because Finland and Sweden are looking as though they're going to join NATO. Britain has just signed a defence pact with both of them. And it seems to me that one of the, there are many... I was going to say unforeseen, but actually they're probably not unforeseen if we'd thought about it, impacts of this war in Ukraine. It does seem as though Putin is setting in for a long war. And of course, there are other implications. So for example, Wimbledon, I mean, this this whole anti-Russian thing, which really isn't helpful. Wimbledon decided to ban Ru- all Russian and Belarusian players. And uh, most of the other players are really kicking off against this, including Rafael Nadal, who says it's his job to defend Russian and Belarusian players. The ATP Player Council has called for Wimbledon to be stripped of ranking points, which would mean that uh, Wimbledon would no longer be considered a Grand Slam tournament. It... it, yeah. As I say, the, the impacts and ripples of this are going on all over the place. Including with this. This is... Eurovision. And that is the Ukrainian entry. And by the time this podcast goes out, Ukraine will have won. Now, we can be almost certain that that is the case. Eurovision is about politics as well as about bad music. Personally, I just absolutely cannot stand the tournament. Sorry, does it say tournament? Whatever it's meant to be, the competition. What it means if Ukraine wins, of course, is that next year... It will be in Kiev. The Kalush Orchestra are expected to win quite easily. They've got, um, the lyrics of the song include, I'll always find my way home, even if all roads are destroyed, which seems likely. A... Incidentally, in in this world on its highway to hell, it seems we're concerned about, it's not that we don't believe in sin, it's we've made our own sins. There are some things we accept as sin and other things we don't. And I notice on the Eurovision Song Contest Uh, YouTube version of this. It says the Eurovision Song Contest celebrates diversity through music. Please keep your comments respectful. We will not tolerate racism, sexism, ableism, homophobia, transphobia, body shaming or any other derogatory or hostile language. Offensive users will be blocked and reported. Music first, always. Well firstly there's quite a lot of music that's offensive. Some of that we'll come to later. And secondly, It's interesting what's included in that list, but what's not included. So, you know, blasphemy or mocking of of Christians or whatever, that's not included. Why would it be? Well, let's come on to the Australian election, which is due up on the 21st. And it looks as though Albanese is likely to be elected prime minister. The latest polls have them on. A majority of seats about 80 seats i think they need 77 to have a majority there are so many things about this election that are profoundly depressing the three debates for example i found awful the question of women's based sex rights and and the way that those are being attacked is awful the way that climate change is being used a climate change billionaire mike cannon brooks is funding so-called independence which is really his party um, he's funding them in wealthy, middle-class, liberal seats. And for those of you who are from overseas, liberal means, in Australian terms, conservative. I mean, he's not funding them in Labour seats. So it, it's a spoiler campaign. And I have to say, I'm very cynical about this. I think that he is due to make a lot of money if the government changes its policy towards what he wants. But we shall see. I just think there's so much bitterness in this. But you talk about being on a highway to hell. There are several things in Australia that, that are deeply concerning just now. Firstly, the New South Wales Legislative Council voted to pass the Greenwich Euthanasia Bill 20 votes to 17 a couple of nights ago. That, almost certain, means it will become law. Secondly, it's interesting, Victoria is to ban the public display of the swastika and I have a certain degree of sympathy with that. But I do wonder about the hammer and sickle. Will they ban the display of that? Also, Victoria are legalizing street prostitution. Sex workers are now free to work on Victoria's streets. Prostitutes, in other words. The government said that this means workers will feel more confident reporting crimes against them and accessing support because of the change. The Consumer Affairs Minister, Melissa Horn, said the shift was an important milestone for sex work decriminalization in Victoria. Well, there's a state that bans people praying with other people who are concerned about their sexual orientation and promotes prostitution. Wow. Now, in elections, what often happens amongst Christians is we tend to think that if we support what are supposed to be more conservative parties, that's a better thing to do. And in Australia, you would certainly think that with the Prime Minister Scott Morrison being a Pentecostal Christian, and he seems a genuine one. And yet, sometimes I fear it's Tweedledum and Tweedledee. And let me explain this in two ways. I I don't think it's gonna make much difference who gets elected unless the Greens have the balance of power and then it's going to be disastrous but uh, say for example an abortion Scott Morrison said this week we are not changing the settings and I don't believe we need to change the settings well the settings is that there are 100,000 abortions per year paid by the taxpayer in Australia including late term the Liberal Party policy is to allow a free vote and Scott Morrison could have said I am opposed to abortion we have a free vote within our party but I would like to see the terms reduced. He didn't. And as for Mr. Albanese, I think of the housing crisis in Australia just now, and I do not see how his policies differ in any significant way at all from the Liberal Party. In effect, both main parties are offering to run the same system, largely in the same way, perhaps with a different uh, colouring. That's pretty well it. Well, abolishing male and female, going back to the transgender special we did, again, people think this is being a bit extreme. In Christianity, we we read that in Christ, there is neither male nor female. We read that in the Bible. But in progressive queer theory, that's also the case, at least according to the likes of Peter Tatchell and Pink News. Except this is not in Christ. This is in their own demonic, to be honest, ideology. And for people who doubted all of what we've been saying, there was an item in Pink News this week saying that legal sex is a shaky concept in the UK with no single definition, and we should basically just get rid of it. Get rid of sex. I mean, it really is quite extraordinary. This concept of decertification, the abolition of legal sex is being explored by researchers at the Future of Legal Gender Project led by law and political theory research professor Davina Cooper of the Dixon Poon School of Law and King's College, London. We told you in the beginning, God made them male and female. This is about abolishing that. And ultimately, it is about destroying humanity. And if you wonder how mad all that can get, well, tell you what, let's play this piece of music first. That's Chris Tomlin's version of John Newton's Amazing Grace. I once was blind, but now I see. Well, there's an extraordinary story of a psychologist who has blinded a woman with drain, keel, drain cleaner because she wanted to be disabled. Jules Shooping has what is called B-I-I-D, Body Integrity Identity Disorder. You know, like transgender is gender identity disorder and so on. This is a condition in which able-bodied people believe they are meant to be disabled. For most people, becoming blind would be a nightmare. But it's what she wanted to do. She wanted to be blind. She tried to identify as blind. She had a sympathetic psychologist pour drain cleaner into her eyes. She talks about how when she was young, she would walk around pretending to be blind. And in her teens, she started wearing thick black sunglasses, getting her first white cane aged 18 and becoming fully fluent in Braille by the age of 20. She actually found a psychologist, I cannot believe that this was permitted, in Canada, who poured drain cleaner into her eye and destroyed her eyesight. Do you know it's incredible in Canada they're against conversion therapy, but they'll allow someone to deliberately blind someone. It's just, as I said, it's a highway to hell. Now, one of the impacts of the energy of the Ukraine war is the energy crisis. Now, it's not just the Ukraine war; it's also the the climate change hysteria, and also the response to COVID. I was up in. Uh, Glenfarclas Distillery, and I was astounded to see the impact of this. Because a couple of months ago, the amount of money they paid was, I think, £13,000 in gas per month. And last month, it was £80,000. There's a restaurant I love here in Scotland, the Newport Restaurant, where the MasterChef winner, Jamie Scott, says that he is getting a £73,000 hike in his electricity bill. It was 17,000 pounds per year. It's now going to be 90,000 pounds. Now, a fancy restaurant, a distillery is one thing, but what about my elderly mother? How's she gonna pay that? What about the poor? How are they gonna pay? You know, it, <laughs> there are people who are making a lot of money of this war. Apple, for example, is no longer the world's most valuable company. Because Saudi Arabian oil and gas producer, producer Armco has become that, it's now got a market capitalization of two point four trillion. Apple is only two point three trillion. Meanwhile, here in Australia, I always say here when I go back to Australia. In Australia, the oil, the iron ore price is now up to around uh, one hundred and forty US dollars per ton, compared to eighty five. Uh, dollars per ton in late 2021 it's just incredible the money that can be made out of all of this and here's the thing that gets me about it we cannot help the poor our governments cannot help the poor but they can give billions for weapons weapons which increase the poverty of the poor Well, let me just come to uh, an item that I've been doing over the past wee while, my top 10 live concerts I've been at. Uh, This one was in the Caird Hall. Okay, that wasn't in the Caird Hall, that is Beethoven's 7th Symphony, but I recall hearing the Scottish National Orchestra playing Beethoven's 7th Symphony in the Caird Hall. And to be honest, you're talking about the highway to hell, I was at that time feeling very stressed, very under pressure, very under attack, and greatly concerned at what was going on in the world as well. And listening to that wonderful piece of music, just sitting there and letting that... Just that, that bit just at the end there, just flow over, was so soothing and so healing. Just one of the great gifts that God has given us. But let's continue thinking about some of these impacts.
1: that cash with both hands and make a stash can be
0: that is pink floyd's money And again, just a couple of things in our society where we've got the poor suffering so much because of the policies of the wealthy, who, of course, they all talk about being progressive and helping the poor, but they don't do it. And I think a couple of things came up to mind. One was the £184 million lottery winner in the UK this week. Just a perverse amount of money. Paid for, often by the poor, thinking they're going to get that kind of money. And the other was Andy Warhol's Marilyn has just been sold for $195 million, the highest amount uh, for an American art- artist to auction ever. It's a 40 by 40 inch painting. Um, yeah. What can you say? There are people in this world who have money who can do that. And speaking of money, the Black Lives Matter hypocrisy. Corporations and government lined up to support Black Lives Matters, and the people who ran Black Lives Matters have made a killing out of it. So the co-founder, Patrice Coolers, has admitted that she used the group's multi-million dollar mansion in Los Angeles, paid for by these people wanting to fly r- racism, supposedly. And uh, she's admitted she used it for two personal parties in 2021, just a month after saying she never used the property for personal gain. Black Lives Matter bought the property for $5.8 million in October 2020, a 6,500 square foot estate, purchased with money donated to Black Lives Matter's Global Network Foundation, just after Black Lives Matter had received $66.5 million from its fiscal sponsor. It's nice work if you can get it. And, you know, it does seem as though our wealthy people have have gone mad in this. So, let's have another lovely piece of classical music. That is Ina-Kleinanag music by Mozart. This is not a joke, this is for real. Cambridge music students are being instructed to decolonize the ear and consider the classical canon, such as Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, as an imperial phenomenon relating to European imperialism and Orientalism. Undergraduates are to consider listening to the sound in a post-colonial way while a Music Power Empire module explores how the classical repertoire is a middle-class and imperial phenomenon. This is Cambridge University, of course, have no money taking, have no difficulty, rather, taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. But nonetheless, that's what our rich kids are being taught. And that's what our future leaders are being taught. Is it any wonder that we're on this highway to hell? Meanwhile, across... The country in Oxford, a musical professor has suggested that musical notation is colonialist and talks about the music curriculum's complicity in white supremacy. Okay, let's go to China very quickly, or not, sorry, not China, let's go to North Korea where North Korea has imposed a strict national lockdown after, for the first time, admitting that they've had some COVID cases. They were supposed to be COVID-free up to now, which nobody really believes. And then, sticking with COVID, the Scottish government plans to make emergency COVID powers permanent. Now, what that means is that the Scottish Parliament will just be a toothless talking show because it gives the government powers to do whatever it wants. Um, They're called Henry VIII powers, allowing them them to amend any act of parliament in a serious and imminent crisis. And who's going to decide what a serious and imminent crisis is but the government itself? Meanwhile, in China, Hong Kong police have arrested 90-year-old Cardinal Joseph Zen, along with four other pro-democracy figures. It's part of the continued crackdown on the church in Hong Kong and elsewhere. Zen had been an advocate of religious and civic freedoms in Hong Kong and in mainland China, and he'd spoken out against the communist regime's growing authoritarianism, and he's now been arrested. Well, a world in which the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. A world in which humanity is being deconstructed. A world in which there there is the hypocrisy of Black Lives Matter. A world in which we can spend billions on weapons and in lethal aid, but we struggle to give practical aid. A world in which politically it seems as though in Western countries we are being given little choice. It... I find it such a depressing world. And to be honest, being here in Scotland just now, it it is pretty depressing um, in so many ways. A world in which the rich can buy house after house after house. And even the, the middle class sometimes can't afford to get their own housing. It's a world in which There is great injustice and people talk about justice. There's great intolerance and people talk about tolerance. There's great inequality and people boast about equality. Well, in that world, what hope is there? And outside of Christ, I don't see any. I honestly don't. And that's why I'm not depressed. And that's why I'm gonna finish. We mentioned Finland at the beginning. Well, this is a tune from Finland called Finlandia sung for many things psalm 80 i love it sung to psalm 80 but this be still my soul the lord is on thy side Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain leave to thy god to order and provide in every change he faithful will remain be still my soul thy best thy heavenly friend through thorny ways leads to a joyful end be still my soul thy god doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, the wind, waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. It's beautiful. Well, we shall see you again next week. If you wish to support Quantum, go to the Podbean fundraiser. Much appreciated. Any comments or news, uh, suggestions are also much appreciated. God bless you and stay off the highway to hell and let's go on the route to heaven.